This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. I pop off. The Clover's there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss. The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, Cardinal fans, and welcome to a Friday edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fans podcast, brought to you by our good friends, at InnovativeCompanies.com, my man and yours, Randy Green, who takes care of everything that you need done residentially, commercial, or industrial. And, of course, the construction team, heating and cooling team, and electric team are ready to roll at your, at your need. I've got, uh, I've got so many uh, people that have met Randy over time and have told me, hey, you know, you couldn't be more right. Just a, just a tremendous guy. You, can, you get that feeling of honesty when you meet him, and you can tell that he's passionate about what he does. And He's still got that old school mentality that if he tells you he's going to do something, he's, he's going to do it. And if I was doing a big project, uh, I hear so many people talk about, you know, people just don't work like they used to or they don't do this or they don't do that. Well, that's not what you get with Randy Green and the whole crew at InnovativeCompanies.com. Give them an opportunity for your business. Like I said, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial, Randy Green's the name you can know and trust. That's InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, as we come to you, as always, from the Patio Studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinals baseball fans everywhere, whether it's pregame or postgame, I come to you today very excited about the show as we, uh, we're going to have the opportunity to not only speak to everybody's favorite Spanish broadcaster, Benji Molina, but a, but a, but a welcome guest, compliments of Benji, of course, Cardinal manager Mike Schilt. Um, excited about it only because uh, he, he seems to, you know, he's got the bunch playing well. Uh, we, we learn more about our Cardinal manager every day. He's been very, uh, f- been very open with, with the media and about who he is and, and how he does things. I think he kind of, you know, he'll show you who he is. Um, you know, he's done some personal pieces. So I think the Cardinal fan base is, is, is really feels relatable to him. So, uh, I'm excited to learn a little bit more about him today. Ask him a few questions. We sent a tweet out, uh, letting you, uh, if you have a question for the manager, send in. Now, I've gotten a bunch. I've gotten a bunch on Twitter and replies, and I've also gotten a bunch in the DMs, people that don't want to have their name shown. So, believe me, if we don't do your question, it isn't that it was, wasn't was good or, or it wasn't, you know, okay to ask. It's just there's so many. So, I'll kind of roll through here. We'll see how the conversation goes with the manager, and then there's a couple on here that I'll try to get in because I think the conversation will go to where a couple of these questions are asked. So, And we'll make sure to throw you a a mention for asking the question. So happy to have all of you uh, on board for today's show, and uh, and as always happy to have on board the one, the only, on the M4 by Yachty.com hotline. 
uh, in town, but not in studio because uh, when mom says we got to do something, he's no different than everybody else. You got to listen to mom. So uh, welcome in everybody's favorite Spanish broadcaster, Benji Molina. What's going on, pal? What's going on, guys? I'm doing good, man. Here at Daddy's house with my mom, too, you know, with Daddy and and uh, family hanging out with the boys and uh, just hanging out, man. I think I needed to take her to a Walmart or a Target or something. That's why I couldn't go to the studio. But, hey, Monday, Monday we'll be there, you know, yeah. the studio, and we'll do something like that. You know, it'll be fun, man. I'm excited for today's show, Jimbo. Absolutely. Um, opportunity to talk to a very, one of the nicest people that I have ever met, just so you know. Just so you know, one of the nicest people I ever met, and, pro, and, and probably one of the smartest ones, too. Well, um, I think our Cardinal fans think you're awful, awful nice. So if you're saying he's nice, I would say we're all in good company here. So very excited about it. And we do want to thank you, of course, as, uh, as having a guy like that on really gives us an opportunity to learn even more about him. Uh, we'll probably ask some different questions than, than most people will. But uh, again, we, we get excited about learning a little bit more about the person. But there is some, some questions that I have for him, and you probably do as well, that our listeners might find, uh, might find interesting. Especially coming off a, a just a monstrous attack last night, which I think, you know, especially for a couple of guys was really well needed. Um, you know, Matt Carpenter obviously is trying to get it going. He's showing signs of getting it going a little bit. So a nice night for him. But it just as important, if, if not more, was a, a really good night for Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, uh, Yachty had a great night. Um, you know, just everybody across the board um, did, did okay, fairly let well. Let me tell you this, Jimbo. Yep. Everything started with a walk by uh, uh, Marcel Osuna after 0-2 count when he looked not very comfortable with the first two pitches from Musgrove. He didn't look comfortable at all. 0-2 count, he battled his butt off to get a walk. And that's how, oh, And then Martinez gets the first two pitches, 0-2. Uh, first one will strike, second will strike. 0-2 count, he battled to get a base hit to right. And then Yaddy came up with 0-2 count also. 0-2 count. These three hitters got the count on 0-2, but easily could have been an out. Could have easily been an out, gave up on the at-bat. They didn't. They fight. And Yaddy got a double. And then after that, Fowler came up with the first pitch hit. So, I mean, so just so you have an idea what these guys are going through, okay? Hi, Andrew. Hi, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's fun. I, you know, the thing is, I was going to ask you, you know, you, the, the whole feeling of, of baseball games when you have feast or famine, they kind of come around for everybody, right? Like we had one of these not too long ago where we kind of got the snot knocked out of us and, um, and now we did it to the pirates last night. When you're a player and you're involved in a game like this, uh, does do you get that sense on the bench like I can't wait to get in the box? It just seems like one of those nights where we're just attacking the ball and maybe their guy doesn't have it or whatever it might be. But how does a night like this? You just don't see them very often. But how does something like this happen? Well, that tells you how hard it is to hit, right? I mean, it doesn't happen every night. You always end up with eight hits, uh, usually six, eight, ten hits, uh, and then this night happens. So once in a while, you're going to get this game. What happens in the dugout? If everybody wants to hit, even the pitchers are itching, you know, their 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 um their feet are itching. Like, okay, give me a bat, give me a bat, you know, I want to go in. It do, it's not disrespect to the to the pirate pitching, 
it's more of a momentum. It's more of, well, these guys all hitting, man. I feel, you know what I'm saying? So it's sure. more like, okay, I need to be in there to get this. And that's the way they feel. I mean, they feel like, okay, everybody's hitting against this guy. And, and I want I want in. I want part of it. And also, as a hitter, you're like, uh, it's contagious. When you see Goldsmith, when you see Carpenter getting hit, then you see Fowler. Yaddy getting a double, then you see Ozuna getting a base uh, clearing double, and then I mean it's contagious. People, all, all these players, they feed off of each other all year. Jimbo, all year they feed off of each other. So when you see somebody with the head down, I bet you anything the whole team is going to be with the head down because it kind of feeds up. So it's the same when the hitting, you know, they have fun last night. It was awesome. It was awesome to watch. Uh, Polo said something uh, interesting yesterday. Uh, and he said it really quick. He said, man, I feel bad for the pitcher. And I looked at him and I said, listen, Polo, this is baseball. I never feel bad for the pitcher. You know why? Because he's trying to strike me out. He's not trying to put the ball right down the middle for me to hit. You know? Like, like he got all these three hitters in the 0-2 count. I bet you anything he wanted a nice slider to strike him out. It just didn't happen. So I never felt bad for the pitcher. Never. I never in my heart felt bad for them because I knew they were trying to get me out anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's the thing, you know. I mean, everybody, you know, it's people will say sometimes everybody gets theirs, you know, like pitchers are going to get you, you know, and, and the numbers would tell us that they get you more than you get them. So, you know, when you get an opportunity to, 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 to put it together, you know, I'm, I'm sure, as you mentioned too, momentum, confidence, all those types of things kind of blend together, and then you have a night like like the Cardinals have last night. And like you said, they don't happen very often. It tells you how hard it is um, because, again, the numbers show. We've talked about it all the time. I mean, the best players in the game fail 70% of the time. So it's like, man, can you imagine having a night where everything seems to be going really, really well for you? So, um, you know, I, I, I got to tell you that, um, you know, when you have a team like this, uh, it seems to me like, um, you know, even in maybe a, a couple of games here or there where things didn't go so well, everything really does seem to be uh, rolling around a little bit differently in, in both in the dugout, on the field. There seems to be, you've talked about the, 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 the camaraderie of the team and they really seem to have, uh, have, have come together as a group. Uh, you know, obviously we can talk about you know, the acquisition of a Paul Goldschmidt or an Andrew Miller. We can talk about how well a Paul DeYoung's playing. We can talk about the resurgence of Dexter Fowler. We can talk about all those things, right? But but the one thing that uh, sometimes gets overlooked is is uh, the influence of, of a manager, the influence of a coaching staff, the influence of a front office. Um, sometimes we're hard on those guys because um, we may not agree with what they do. And at the time, like, you know, I, I promise you, a lot of people this offseason weren't happy with the front office. They wanted Bryce Harper. They wanted this. They wanted that. And, and I understand all that. And I'm not even saying any of that was wrong. But I think sometimes we overlook that these guys have a plan sometimes. And if the players execute the plan, really good things seem like they can come together. Yes, and they see they see their team uh, developing you know, they know that if, if Fowler's having a good year, the team will roll a little better. They know that if Yadi keeps having those those games that he's he's normally uh, accustomed to to show us, a team is gonna be better. They know that if Marcel does his job, 
the same thing will happen, uh, Jose Martinez, and you can go on and on. So they know all these things. They're, they're counting on that, Jimbo. Uh, I can put you an example, a perfect example. They're counting on the Angels right now to hit that line of Pujols, Trout, Calhoun, and all these kids that can hit. They're counting on them, but they're also counting on their pitching, and their pitching is not doing their job. So most of them are not doing their job. So that's why you see the difference on the standing. Well, the pitchers in St. Louis are doing a really good job this year, even though sometimes, obviously, we've seen no five innings or five innings. But it doesn't matter. They're still doing a good job, keeping up in ball games. And lately, they've been in a rough patch. But I bet you anything, they'll pick it up. But but you see what I mean? They're counting on that as a front office. That's why probably we didn't need a, a Bryce Harper. Or uh, I'm not saying for sure because we could have used him very good, right? But but I like Jose Martinez out there or, or things like that. And they're counting on it. That's the biggest difference. You know, they have a great coaching staff. They put up a really good coaching staff, which they've been with this guy since minor leagues too. So they know each other. They know what they're doing. The team looks good, Jimbo, right now. Not because we won this way yesterday, but the whole season they've been looking really good. They had a tough stretch in Chicago. They came from a tough um, schedule kind of deal. And they, they, they look a little bit, you know, um, tired or not tired, but, you know, like a little bit uh, under the weather with the with the schedule and things. And that happens during the season. And plus, the Cubs were really hot at that time. So after that, when the Cardinals were hot, we faced the Dodgers, and the Dodgers couldn't handle the Cardinals. Why? Because we were hot. Those things happen. So the team is looking very good right now. They got a very good coaching staff. And Shields is, is super positive, super positive factor. And that's what you need out of your manager. Well, um, you know, like I like I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I think sometimes uh, there's times where I feel like the manager gets too much heat. There's times I feel like they don't get enough credit. I think it's a it's a tough job. There's no doubt about it. But if we're going to hear about a tough job, we might as well hear it from the man himself. So let's welcome into the show as we're very proud to to have him on. Uh, Cardinals manager Mike Schilt. Welcome to the show, Coach. I appreciate it, Jim. Benji, good to be here. Um, you know, I, I got to tell you, when Benji told me you were going to be on today, I was really excited about it, only because, um, you know, we have we have a lot of fan interaction with this show. We pride ourselves on being a, a fan's podcast, and we and Benji does a great job of not only giving the, the point of view of an ex-player, but um, a catcher who I think we could all agree catchers seem to have a great outlook on the game, but he also gives that fan perspective. Uh, the fans have really, um, but judging by the comments that we get, have really taken to you as a manager. And, and, and yes, the success of the team obviously has a lot to do with that, but you seem to have really embraced the role of what the Cardinal manager is of the fans in St. Louis. Um, you know, it's, it's been a short time, but you've been with the organization for, for a long time. What does it mean to you to be the St. Louis Cardinals manager? Uh, it's almost beyond description, really, Jim. It's um, you know a storied franchise that um, has such a wonderful relationship um, with the community, the fan base, and that goes. I mean, after you're talking about multiple generations, you know, it's the fabric. The Cardinals are a fabric of St. Louis and the surrounding areas, and you know, I've been in the organization now 16 years, and it's. Um, I still, every day I wake up and can't believe how grateful I am to, to have the opportunity to manage the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, a lot's been made of your, um, I, I guess, having the ability to learn under a guy like George Kissel. 
Uh, I know that he meant a lot to you, means a lot to the organization, and his memory and, and what he brought to all this will certainly live on thanks to people like yourself, players, uh, other coaches, other people that have been in the organization that understood how important what he was doing was. Um, a lot's been made of the fact that, you know, you, you, you try to carry around things to remind you of his teachings and other guys like that. But, um, you know, how do we continue to, to, to build on that as, as new generations of players come through, you know, and, and really year to year, how do you continue to build on something like that? Well, I think it's really important. And one of the things that makes the Daniel's current organization so special is just the, the generational knowledge that takes place, the people that care as much or more about the well-being and the continued success of the organization more than they care about their own careers. And, you know, that was indicative of Mr. Kissel, Mr. Ricketts, you know, guys we have that are that are modern teachers, um, caretakers of, of the the cardinal way, so to speak, Jose Akendo, you know, Mark C. John, um, you know, guys like that, those are those. You know, you, if you forget your past, you're in trouble. You know, we've got a story past, and, of course, we've got great, great, great players um, as well. So, you know, the organization's always embracing and, and appreciative of uh, the people that have helped build it, and we want to make sure we, we move it forward. That's really our responsibility. Uh, one of the things that we get a lot um, on the show, obviously having Benji be a part of this show, I mean, we've kind of inherited the Yachty fan clubs, and we're happy to do that as well, but – Every time it seems like when when we're in the dugout, you and Yachty seem to be awfully close together. Um, any insight into what those conversations are like? You know, I just you talk about a blessing. Um, I'd, I'd be pretty foolish not to listen to someone with that kind of experience and, and that kind of baseball mind. And Benji knows this, and you know he's he's a part of it. You know, having been an older brother to Yachty. And, um, you know, come from such a great baseball family, you know, with just high baseball IQs and a real passion for the game. I mean, you know, he's the, he's the quarterback of the team. He's, the, he's our L. Idre. And, and uh, you know, I respect him highly. I, I trust him completely. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that we're having, you know, conversations that, um, you know, we share each other's thoughts. And I, and I definitely get his thoughts and I use them. And, um, because they're good ones, and I, like I said, I trust him. He's in the competition, and he's been in the competition for a long time. He's super smart. I've said it before, and, I, 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 you know, I don't know that I'll come upon anybody any smarter in the game than Yachty, but I haven't to this point. So they're nothing yeah, like – so they're not like the conversations Benji and Yachty had when they were 10, probably? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. They're, those are two smart guys. So I can't, you know, heck, they might have been, but uh, I got to think they were probably a little different. Hey, coach, I I played uh, I played for a long time, but uh, every time I come over to Yadi's house, he has like five TVs on every single game that's going on on that night. You know, whatever he keeps changing it to to the Brewers, he keeps changing it to the Pirates, he keeps changing it to the American League, and and every every conversation you should do that one time, coach, because it's it's really amazing too to see his brain going out somewhere that my brain haven't even reached. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, he's talking about plays, and he's talking about watch. If I were here, I would do this. And I have if that guy is doing it the wrong way. This guy needs to do it this way. And for the – I mean, he kept going and going, and me and Polo have a chance to do that uh, quite often. And we, we just sit back. 
we just sit back and, and listen to him. Not that he knows everything. Of course, he doesn't know everything. But, but I'm just saying, like, he has so much knowledge that the, uh, uh, where, I, where I was going, Coach, it was because I, how important it is for you to have uh, – tell the fans how important it is for the manager and the coaching staff, because they all work together, to have the whole team, the whole team behind you. It is really difficult in the major leagues to do that. And believe me, I've been in really bad teams and good teams, and it's really difficult. And you have the backup of everyone out there. Tell fans how important that is. Well, Ben, it's everything, quite honestly. Um, you know, I was talking to some of the staff recently um, uh, who was talking to, you know, just in general to some other coaches. And, and um, you know, what we have is, is pretty rare and pretty special. Um, we have a very um, dedicated group of players, 1 through 25. They're all the same. You know, they have different roles, um, but they're all really dedicated and to being great. Uh, individually and, and as a team, and they're very uh, appreciative and welcoming of instruction and the support that the staff gives, which is what our jobs are. Um, you know, but as you know, not not every player and not every um, every group is always that welcoming, um, and that doesn't mean they have to agree with us, me or the the staff. I mean, it's it's healthy that. Um, you know, we can be able to share our thoughts and, and the players have a have a different opinion than the coach or see something different or, or me. You know, obviously very, you know, respectfully because, you know, it's going to be respected both ways. But, um, you know, we're going to listen and we're going to be very transparent. And ultimately, you know, what it's about is everybody's working towards a common goal and it's bigger than everybody individually. And when that happens, you know, that's pretty special. And it's a, it's a great work environment. And um, I don't even look at it as work, quite honestly, but, just a great environment and um, very appreciative. And, and, you know, it's most important that our, our leaders, you know, the Yachty's and the Wainwrights and Goldsmith and Carpenters and, 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 you know, you can go on and on, but they're the ones that are, that are putting the work in the time in and, and they're also open. And when you're better players or you're better workers and you're higher character guys, everybody else falls in line. You know, um, I, I, I really do believe it. You know, they're, they're really look to me like Mike Polka told me the first day that I had him as a coach, he told me, Benji, I want to win today. I can care less about what happened yesterday. I can care less about what, what's going on uh, tomorrow. I don't give a crap. I really <laughs> want to win today. So let's get everybody ready for winning today. Whoever's available, let's put our, our little piece in there to make sure we win today. And we care about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. And that really stuck to me in my mm-hmm. head. And I always played that way, Coach and, and Jimbo. I really did. I, I, I really played that way. And that's what I see in this group. I see special. I see guys working their butt off every single day, like an army. And I love that. I really love that. And I would have loved to play in this team. I really did. I, I, I would love to play in this team right now because they love to win. They want to win every day. I love that. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great compliment, Benji, and somebody that, you know, I respect in your opinion and, and I've seen the game, and that's exactly right. I, I, I tell, you know, people that, you know, that's what this group's special. They come to play every day, and me and Ollie, our bench coach, were talking yesterday, and just about that, you know, just the, 
we don't want to take it for granted, but every day everybody's showing up to give everything they've got to win that day and give the best effort that day to compete. And we were talking about, you know, we won't have to change anything. You know, if it was a playoff game and a series starting, it wouldn't be any different because, and it's such a great feeling to know that, you know, nothing, every day is a playoff game for us. And we approach it that way from a staff, from a player. And, um, you know, it's just a great, it's a great feeling. You know, Mike, I heard um, on, on TV, I heard a, a reporter ask you a question because, you know, the lineup for a variety of reasons has been a little bit different, I think, than, than you know, you go into something with an anticipation and it looks like it's going to be a certain way. And then things happen and you make changes. And, you know, with Jose Martinez doing what he's doing with the resurgence of Dexter Fowler, um, you know, I think somebody had asked you, you know, how do you do this? And, 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 you know, and how hard is it? And you were like, well, it's a good problem to have um, when you have to make tough decisions. It's still tough, though, you know, and that's something that I've always wondered because you're talking about the best athletes in the world. You're talking about guys that have typically have the personalities and the, and the, the mentality that it takes to be great at such a hard game. Sometimes it's a little hard to, to, to not be playing. Um, what's that like for you as a manager? Because I think of all the things we've been impressed with, it's been basically, you know, the way you manage, it's been the way you teach, but you seem to have it. And Benji's just been alluding to it. You've been talking about it. This, even though you're their manager, you seem to have this friendship with the players as well. But I also know that it's tough, man, when, like, you know, certain guys want to play every day, and it's really hard to make those decisions. So how do you how do you handle that? Well, just try to be as transparent as possible. I, I love the fact that guys want to play. You know, this is a group that um, the guys that are in the lineup every day, they don't, want, they don't want to take a day. You know, they don't want any part of the day off. And, um, you know, the guys that aren't in there, they want to be everyday guys. And the good good situations you mentioned about is, you know, we got a team of guys that even the guys that are coming up for a bit or <clears throat> could be everyday players and um and, and have been. Um <clears throat> so, you know, you mentioned the fact that it's hard. You know, that's the job. And um, you know, Tony I was having dinner with Tony LaRusso um in two thousand twelve and, you know, uh, we were sitting there and I was talking about the team and managing double-A in the playoffs and Texas League Championship. And, you know, I was really pretty naive. And I was there talking about how hard something was to manage. And he stopped me right there. And he said, let me tell you something. Your job is hard. I don't want to hear you talk about your job being hard because that's the job. And it was really great advice. And um, so I answered that and always thinking Tony's words, which happens fairly, fairly often. You know, it, it's part of the job, and, and that's my. You know, I've got to make decisions, so I don't, I don't alibi, I don't excuse it. It's, it's the job, and and um, how how I do it is I just try to be transparent with guys, try to be honest. Um, you know, and I appreciate the fact they don't, they're not going to like it, um, and I can accept that, and I can even, you know, uh, um, I kind of like it to some degree. Um, you know, in the sense that you know, guys care, and uh, you know, you want a bunch of guys that care, and they want more, and they're hungry. Um, but the best thing I can do is, is give an explanation to listen to what they're what they think and and um, and then then you know make the decision and and then you know we go together. Um, you also you also driving the bus, coach, and you also have to be like like Tony said. You know you 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 have to trust your heart. You have to trust 
the reason why the Cardinals give you that chance. Mm-hmm. You have to trust that. You have to go with that. And if your heart and your coaching staff's heart say, this is my lineup today. This is my lineup. This is the lineup who's going to get me a win today. And we're winning today no matter what. Let's go. You see what I'm saying? So yep. you do that very good, man. And you have to get that message to them. It's say, hey, listen, I'm going to put the best lineup out there for today. And if it's you or it's not you, you deal with it the best you can. But we're trying to get the W. We're not trying to win for the name in the back. We're trying to win for the name in the front. It's very simple. And I like the way you go at it, Coach. I really do. I'm a very big fan of you. Uh, Thank you. And I said these, I said these not because you're here. You, you heard me say it to you before. So just keep doing what you're doing, man. We, we trust you. And, and this group right here is very special. It is very special. I appreciate those words. It means a lot, man. It really does. Uh, Coach, um, I, I know your time's limited. you got a game today. Um, we had asked our listeners. We, we, we try to get the fans involved as we pride ourselves on that. We had, I had sent out a thing saying you're going to be on the show today and had a bunch of listeners send in, send in questions. And I picked out a couple that I think really kind of lend itself to what we're, we're, what we're trying to learn about you today as much as, as your, as your uh, personal uh, touch on the team and and the fact that you're a fan as well and Chris Lawless is a, is a is a is a good friend of the show and he does a lot to help us promote and I th- I thought he asked a, a a great question here and basically he said you know that we've heard the players all mention how personable and well liked you are but how rewarding is it for you to have such a great relationship with your staff and players and then see the young talent get their shots while you're while you're the manager yeah you know what um, it's the reason I do what I do. And, um, you know, whether it's here or any other level, I, um, it's, it's the primary reason I do it. Um, you know, I love the competition, but it, the competition is ultimately the players. That's their opportunity in the game. And, um, I just do my part to help put them in the right position. But, you know, really ultimately what I enjoy the most outside of shaking hands into the game is, is the relationships with the players. You know, I, I love, you know, being a part of their life. I love being a part of, helping them get to be the best version of, of themselves and getting the most other God-given talent. Um, you know, that's why I'm so appreciative of this group because they allow me and our staff to, to do that. And, um, and, and it's just, uh, it's, it's really the best. It's the reason I got into this, into this profession. And uh, Lauren Bundy, who also interacts with us a lot, um, I thought this was a great question because I think it lends itself to what it, it sure seems to be um, what you do for the players. It's not just making a lineup. It's not just sometimes making tough decisions. It's, it's, it is the relationship and how you help them. And I thought it was a great question. What are some ways you encourage players that are struggling, whether it be with pitching, hitting, or defense? Well, first of all, you know, everybody's going to, you know, not everybody, but a lot of the um, outside areas are going to beat you up, you know, and, and um, look, you know, how, how you talk to yourself is important. So, how you think about yourself is important, you know. And so I always try to encourage people to think about what got them here. Um, what are they doing well? Originally, we were talking with some of the guys, and if the guy's struggling, then um, you know, we we'll just try to just try to be, you know, a percentage better every day. But but you know, listen, be good to yourself. Remember what got you here. Remember that you know you're a good player. And, and let's think back to the, to the foundation of what, what allows you to be to have gotten here. And, um, you know, go back to a positive reference point. Because sometimes you just get so bogged down in what you're not doing well and you keep hearing the, you know, negative.
negativity and it's just not it's just not productive so you know get back to what you do well be positive then you said a minute ago you know let's think about today your percentage better today and um you know just, just you know stay the course uh benji i know our time's limited did you have anything else uh for coach before we uh thank him and send him on his way to the ballpark although he's probably at the ballpark that's what we hear right you're there all the time <laughs> no I, I i don't have anything else man i just want to say thank you coach you've been very kind to us to me and Paulo, and doing the shows uh the radio shows in spanish uh we still need to get you on our show in spanish man you need to work on that okay I so do. thank I you so much Hey, you know what? Um, I lied, Coach. I got one last thing before you go. The 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 stories on our show. I mean, the the you know, like I said, we're so blessed to have Benji be a part of our show, and you know, we get access to to, to stories and, and people and things like that. But we've heard some tremendous stories about the Molina family. But of all the great things we've heard, some of the best stories that come from Benji revolve around mom. And we've heard stories in the past of mom. Uh, waiting outside to, to have a conversation with Mr. Matheny. We've heard of conversation. We've heard of her waiting outside the clubhouse for Mr. Bochi. I'm, I, I know we're early in your tenure at the helm here. I mean, we're not even a full year in yet, but has mom been waiting outside for you yet to, 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 to maybe ask you about a thing or two? I would welcome that. I think I would welcome that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, 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 I love it. Our moms are, are, you know, happy mother's day to everybody. Um, and our mothers are so valuable in our lives, and it's clear that that's been the case with the Molina uh, family. Same thing with me and my mom. Um, you know, listen, I get emails, calls, hey, what's going on? What are you doing here? What are you doing there? What's about this lineup? <laughs> so I love it. I say I welcome it. Anybody that's got a, that, that has passion for the game and knows what they're doing, talking about, I welcome it. All right, Benji, I think we're going to finish up here with uh, with with Coach Schilt. Go ahead, and uh, I'll let you send him off. How about that? Oh, no. So, first of all, thank you. You know, obviously, very thankful for your time, very thankful to always take of your time and say hi to us. But, Coach, I, I, I'm here with in Daddy's house, and uh, today is Wanda's birthday, so we were trying to gather here before the game, and my mom was here, and, and she asked me what I have to going on, man. And, and I said, well, I have to show. You know, i got to do the podcast. And he goes, one of these days I gotta go, I gotta be in the podcast because is your manager gonna be there? Is the manager gonna be there? I got a couple of questions for him. And she kept looking at me. I looked at her and I started laughing. I said, No, you don't. Shut up. And she just started laughing, man. She's funny, man. We love you, though. We love you. We haven't said anything bad about you. Uh, so it's it's great. But he was funny. He was funny. Like he had a couple of questions for you. So that's why I say you gotta learn Spanish, buddy. No, that's great. Listen, I love, I would love to talk to her, man. That'd be fantastic. And uh, please wish Wanda a happy birthday. Yes, I will. So thank you so much for your time, buddy. All right, guys. Appreciate it. God bless everybody. All righty. That is, uh, that is Cardinal Manager Mike Schilt. Uh, I tell you what. Um, you know, obviously. You, know, you talk to somebody on the phone for 20 minutes. Um, you get the opportunity to ask them some questions. And, and I got to tell you, you know, you, you get a feel sometimes for people. And, boy, it sure seems to me, Benji, I know it's a, I know it's a phone interview, and obviously you're around him a lot. And I trust, you know, I, if you tell me something, I, I trust you. But, boy, you just, you really do. You get a, a good sense or a good feel that this is about as genuine as a guy um, as you're going to meet. And, and, you know, you hope that everybody you meets that way, but the reality of it is it's not true. And, but boy, he, he sure, sure seems to be that way. And a guy that appreciates the role 
knows the job, understands the history, and just uh, I, I think we're awful lucky, that's for sure. That's, that's for sure. I think the, the Cardinals hit the jackpot here. Obviously, we still early on him. It's very early that, <clears throat> obviously, for, for future references. But I love the guy. I hope he stays here for a long time. He has a really good, positive uh, message. He knows uh, uh, how to go at it with the, a different kind of personality that we have these days in baseball. Uh, he knows how to deal with them. And plus, he has a really good coaching staff. He has a really, really nice uh, coaches. Uh, I, I really do believe that he's going to do magical things here, uh, obviously. Uh, he's still showing them. Obviously, he's still early in his career. But I really do believe in him. I really think that the Cardinals hire the right guy, and, and he is, for me, the right guy. So it's very nice. He's a very nice guy, Jimbo, even inside, outside the clubhouse, at the stadium, or wherever you see him. He's a very nice guy, and that's how you start. Yeah, um, we're very lucky. Um, I say it all the time. We're lucky on this show to have you and, and, and the way you approach it. The, the Cardinals and the organization are, are lucky to have him. And I think we as fans are lucky to have what we have here in St. Louis. I think sometimes we may take it for granted. Uh, I always say, if, you know, if you want to get mad, if you want to freak out, go right ahead. But I think if you take a step back sometimes and look on the whole, we're, we're pretty darn lucky. And I know I am. I know I feel that way. And uh, so blessed to be around great people like yourself, and I can't thank you enough for getting Coach Schilt on today, Benji. Oh no, no, no worries, man. We got a couple more guys that wants to be in the show, uh, and we'll, we'll get them up through the through the day, right? You know, through the show for sure. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Get, we'll get more guys in, and they they want to be part of it. They want to be in the show. Uh, they think it's pretty cool that I do this with you and. And we talk about Cardinal baseball, so they want to be in it. So we'll have more guys, you know. Well, we'll take all that'll come. But um, but for all of our listeners out there, we thank you for your continued support of the show. I want to remind everybody to um, to make sure that uh, you support the people that support us and make this show possible. Uh, you heard me mention uh, Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com at the start of the show. And, of course, uh, we always come to you from the patio studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinals fans everywhere. But I don't want you to forget the other people that make it possible. Yesterday, we had the opportunity to go to Adam's Smokehouse, have some of the best barbecue in St. Louis. The whole gang was there. We had sent a picture out. Uh, uh, a crowd. Yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, listen, when we send that out that we're going, if anybody that wants to come and join us for lunch, bring it on. I mean, let, you know, we're, we're happy to have to spill over into the outside seats, but, uh, but our good friends um, always like to show up, and, and we love having them as you know Marilyn and the whole crew there. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, means a lot to us that 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 they care that much about our show. Um, but uh, but but Mike does a great job. Open till seven on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They do the catering, the box lunches. You know everything they do is is tremendous. Hey, and the guys had some yesterday. Don't forget. I was gonna say um, he sent he sent a couple. Uh, he sent a couple of uh, a slabs of ribs for the clubhouse. How'd they go over? Oh, my gosh. Well, one of them was saved up for Yadi's trainer and Yadi, you know, so that's, that's the part. But but the other one was put up in the kitchen, and it went fast. I mean, it went really fast. The guys loved the freaking uh, ribs, and especially from Adam's Smokehouse. Wayne Ray knows about it. So uh, he knew exactly what they were. He knew exactly what, what it was, so. 
I mean, he was pretty amazing. He was good to see that. Who's the biggest bar? Like when you, when you, and he all, Mike always does that. He always sends some ribs and some stuff with you, the clubhouse. When you walk in with it, who's the first person that runs up to the table? Who's the first, I'm going to say Jose Martinez, but I'll let you, who, who's the first person? Well, you know what? They have that uh, indoors, right? So uh, it's hard for us to dictate who, but it seems to me like the Latin players are first. because they love that kind of stuff right the barbecue yeah so i think they're first i I have an idea i'm not sure though i'm not sure i could be wrong but i think the latin players just go at it i think they say man if i if i miss out on this uh, i'm dead so i gotta go first you know what i'm saying like oh yeah well it's funny though well, we had a great time yesterday. Polo joined us, your friend Selena um, from the Cardinals, who's so nice to us and takes care of you, and, and Selena Allen, who does so much um, for you and everything you're doing down there, and she's such a great employee for the Cardinals. And then obviously our fans were with us, and uh, one of the members from the Missouri Gators who were looking at doing some stuff with, with, with you and your family for a Molina baseball school. We're just so excited about all those things, and Adam Smokehouse is a great place for us to do that. Again, as I said, located on Watson Road, open till 7 on uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They do big box lunch orders. They do catering. And again, folks, go down there and see Mike and the staff. They're second to none. Uh, Great barbecue here in St. Louis, folks, but I believe in Adam's Smokehouse, and I think it's the best. St. Louis, here's your cue. You heard me mention the Gators. Uh, Seth Van Baron joined us yesterday as we were brainstorming a little bit about a way to bring some of the Molina baseball stuff to the kids everywhere. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Hopefully, we'll have more on that very soon with some dates. But look for a Molina baseball school to come out uh, featuring our own Benji Molina and the Gators Baseball Academy. Uh, They have the Missouri Gators, now located in Illinois as well, the Illinois Gators. But we're looking at doing one in Missouri, having a Missouri Day and having an Illinois Day where you can come out and learn from Benji himself. And who knows, maybe Benji can bring along some friends, no promises. But the reality of it is we're going to try to do something really great for the kids. And that means a lot to the Gators and and what they do. They have a four-pillar system. I know, Benji, you're impressed with everybody you've met over there. They care about the kids and who they are, or, or, or care about the kids and who they become off the field as much as on the field. So again, their four-pillar system means a lot to me, and I'm willing to talk to people about it. You should check it out if you haven't a, a young one involved in the game. That's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. A special thanks, as always, to my friend, Dr. Kristen Jacobs. You know, she came on the show last week. I told people, do yourself a favor and listen. I know there's Cardinal fans out there that don't tune in to listen to other things, but the reality of it is a lot of you st- went ahead and listened. And if you can learn something about skin cancer awareness, you need to do so. It's something I think we take for granted, and then it hits, and we're like, oh, man, I wish I would have done this. Well, that's what she's trying to do is make make a difference, and you guys could learn a lot. That episode was awesome. We loved it. We want to highlight what she's doing more um, because it, it, it means something to everybody out there. And it, God forbid, you know, you hear people that are affected by this terrible thing, and they all say the same thing. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. Well, let me tell you something. Kristen Jacobs is an advocate for it. Um, she, she's taken the opportunity because May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, it's real simple, guys. KristenJacobs.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, Jacobs.com. Uh, she has her wonderful Ulala Spa Anti-Aging and Wellness Center located right here in Glen Carbon, Illinois. I'm telling you guys, she does so much great, so many great things for so many people. It's not just for women either. All you men out there can check her out as well. Um, they're doing a lot of great things over there, whether it's about helping yourself feel better. It's about making yourself um, just be aware of what's going on with your skin and, and things like that. So we're happy to have her on board as well. And, and again, if she wants to take her time to, to bring awareness to something that is very serious, you guys should should take note of it as well. And that's our friend, Dr. Kristen Jacobs with Ulala Medical Spa. 
Um, you know, I, I Benji, I got to tell you, had a great time today with, with Coach Silt. Um, we pride ourselves on being a fan show. He really seems like he gets it and understands that you got to connect with the fans. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, um, he's a – and remember, he's here to do a job. And whatever he does extra, Jimbo, off the field or, or taking care of fans or taking care of other things, it's extra. It's not something he was called for. He's called for to manage the game. He's called for to get wins. That's what he's called for. So for for him to take time on his own and, and do all the extra stuff, it's even – even more special so I, I was very glad that we had him on the show uh, it was a very special show by the way I mean I think Silk is one of the nicest guys ever so for me it was a very special I know for you it is too so let's make this uh, let's, ma- let's make this happen with other players so people and fans that follow us and follow the Cardinals they understand more about who they are well, we're very lucky. Um, I tell everybody that I that I think I've, I'm very lucky guy and get to do this show with you and the opportunities to, as a Cardinal fan because that's what I am first and foremost as a Cardinal fan. So I hope everybody is enjoying it. Um, if you are, uh, a couple things you can do to to support us and, and help us grow. I always tell you check out twobirdsonabat.com. Make sure when you're there you subscribe to the show that 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 helps us with the way the the stuff goes out. Uh, you can check out our Two Birds bloggers. Uh, their contributions to our show means a lot to us. You can do all that through twobirdsonabat.com. Uh, like I said, there's a banner for subscribe to the podcast. There's also one for our Two Birds bloggers. Uh, you can find us on social media. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Birds on a Bat Show. Make sure you follow us. If you're a Cardinal fan and you follow us, we're going to follow you back. Uh, Facebook is always a big push for us as we try to grow our community there. Type in Two Birds on a Bat. Make sure you've liked our page. Then uh, you click Invite Your Friends. And uh, you can invite them. And that means a lot to us as we try to expand that group as well. Uh, another way you can do it really easily is, but when you see the pin post, 99 times out of 100, that's going to be the current show. If you have liked it, commented on it, and more importantly, shared it, that's another way for us to reach more people. So a lot of you do it, and we do want to thank you. Instagram as well, Two Birds on a Bat Show. Follow us there. And, of course, we are part of lineupmediagroup.fm, home of the newest streaming platform, Yo Radio. We hope you guys are enjoying it, that have downloaded it. I've heard a lot of great things about it. It is free, and it is the newest uh, streaming device for your mobile platform. Uh, make sure you guys do that. I know you guys will love it. It's it's great. I listen to it at my desk all day long. Great stations, depending on what type of music you like. Uh, the way we do grow, too, I can't say enough about the Facebook groups out there that have been so good to us and share and allow us to share our content through their groups. They do a great job. And mo- for most of these people, they do it simply because they're Cardinal fans and they enjoy it so much. It starts with Nate McHenry at RallySquirrel.com and his great group. Uh, we love Chris Lawless and Cardinals Nation, Cardinals 24-7. Chris, great question today. I'm glad we were able to ask it on the show. Uh, uh, my friend Ron and, and his Cards on Deck crew, uh, I'm excited about uh, some things that I've been talking to Ron about doing, and hopefully those will come to fruition here within the next 30 days. Uh, looking forward to hearing good things, hopefully, about Vicky. I know Vicky and Linda that run fans of Yachty or Molina, and I am a Cardinal fan. Yes, I am, two of my favorite groups. Vicky, I know you had sent out that you were looking for some prayer warriors, or you were still dealing with some medical stuff. We're praying for you here on the show. Get better. Uh, STL Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals crew, St. Louis Cardinals Nation, Cardinal Freaks, some of the great Facebook pages out there. Folks, take it easy on these admins out there. Let's have some great conversations. They spend too much of their time cutting off fights and getting rid of posts that are things that are said that shouldn't be said in a group. Just enjoy it. Have a good time with it. And, and, and just be a fan, man. Enjoy the game. Uh, you don't have to be happy all the time. But, man, let's try to, let's try to have some fun with this. 
to my for my good friend Benji Molina. I can't thank him enough and all the group over at M4Bayati.com. But uh, coming off the win last night, let's get a four-game sweep this weekend. For all of our Cardinal fans out there, let's go Birds! Let's go Birds! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.